You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA. And other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, what is good with everybody out there? I hope you guys are as hyped up as I am right now. But I'm I'm sure if you have been catching up with our show for, for a while now, you're probably thinking Janon is always hyped up when she's on TKO. And I partially blame that on the caffeine that I have prior to coming into the studio. But hey, man, it's not my fault. It is partially to be blamed by the caffeine and also partially to be blamed by all the great things that are happening in the world of combat sports right now. And again, I'm sure you will probably say, not you say that every time you come on the show. But man, it is the truth. Again, it's not my fault. It is out of my hands right now because it is what it is. And it's a great world right now. It's a great combat sports world right now. And uh, I'm so, so happy, honestly. I can't really complain about anything that's happening in in the world of fighting right now because everything's just... Uh, you know, according to plan, all the fights that we've been anticipating, they're they're happening and uh, everything that we wanted so far, it's happened or is about to happen in the near future. So what else could be asked for as combat sports fans? Uh, we can always ask for more, but so far, I mean, personally, I'm really, really grateful and satisfied with what we have right now in the present time. So, yeah, that's why I'm always hyped up. Uh, what else, man? Uh, today's a beautiful day. It is, uh, I think it's still raining outside. If you do live in the Guelph and nearby regions, it is. It was really hot yesterday. It was about 30 degrees, which was really odd for a uh, October day. But, uh, you know, it was what it was. And then the weather just, uh, uh, you know, uh, took revenge because it started pouring rain out. And um, yesterday I wasn't really well equipped to the uh, rain that was supposed to uh, happen throughout the day. So I got really, really uh, wet and it wasn't good. My shoes were soaking and uh, it wasn't comfortable. But today I came in equipped with the raincoat and an umbrella. So I'm feeling good. And honestly, nothing beats a rainy day because what's better than it raining outside and you drinking or sipping on it on a hot uh, cup of tea or a hot cup of coffee or you know just reading inside and just um, taking a glimpse outside and observing the rain it is truly beautiful so that's what's happening today in Guelph Ontario so I hope you guys are having a great day so far and um, that you're all well okay so Yes, today is a great day, Um, but also more importantly, if you did catch up with our episode last week, we did tell you guys that today we're exclusively breaking down the upcoming pay-per-view card uh, for the UFC, UFC 243. Yes, it is finally here and it is going to be stacked, ladies and gentlemen, with so many great fights on this fight card. Man, talk about the main event of the evening. We have... 
Robert Whitaker, who will be defending his current middleweight championship belt against the interim middleweight champion in the UFC right now, the one and only Israel Adesanya. So Israel Adesanya is from New Zealand and Robert Whitaker is from Sydney, I believe, in Australia. And the fight is supposed to be happening in Australia. So this is probably the biggest um, combat sports event ever that has taken place in Australia. And uh, man, this is this is absolutely nuts. And I'm I'm really really looking forward to this uh, particular bout because both of these guys are just warriors, and they never really hold back on anything. Whenever they do step into the octagon, so this fight is going to be one hell of a fight. So that is our main event of the evening for UFC in Australia, and it's actually happening in Melbourne. All right, so the co-main event is also going to be really exciting. We have Al Iaquinta fighting off against Australia's very own Dan Hooker. And um, Tai Tui Vasa is also Australian, who will also be um, having a fight on this card. And uh, so many great fights, like I said before, are going to be on this card. So today, yes, we are going to be breaking down these fights that we just talked about today on the show. And it's going to be really, really fun. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so that's uh, what we have um, coming up in terms of our breakdowns. Uh, In terms of uh, fight announcements, I should say, we actually had a lot happening over this past week. So we will definitely get into those as well, especially because, again, if you did tune in last week, I believe I I did kind (laughs) of rant about how the boxing world isn't as isn't as great as it was for the past two years. And that is kind of like declining and it's not as exciting anymore and I think the boxing gods actually listened to me because something really really cool happened over this past week and a fight announcement was actually announced especially for heavyweight boxing so that was great and we're going to be talking about that fight announcement today uh, in the beginning of the show because I'm really excited about it and I'm sure everybody else out there is also uh, excited about it as well so we're going to be talking about that fight announcement for boxing and um, yeah a few um, rumors here and there and a few uh, call outs by um, some fighters calling some other people out you know stuff like that all the juicy rumors that have been uh, going around in the MMA community if we have enough time we're going to be getting into those as well so yeah that's pretty much what we have lined up for today um I don't know, I really wanted to, I think over this past weekend I did watch like a martial arts movie that I wanted to talk about, but I can't quite recall what it was, so I guess I'm just going to skip that part and maybe talk about it next time. But yeah, man, that's pretty much what we have lined up for today. So now, without further ado, let's get started. Here we go. Oh, yeah. So that boxing bell should actually ring a bell for y'all because... If you have been catching up with our boxing news, especially your heavyweight boxing news, you probably can guess what I'm going to be talking about right now. So yes, Deontay Wilder, the current WBC heavyweight champion of the world, is supposed to be defending his title against the title challenger, Luis Ortiz. And again, if you if you do catch up with your boxing and all the fights for heavyweight boxing, you probably can remember that this is going to be the second time that these two are 
are going to be facing off against one another with the first time being sometime, I believe, in 2017 when Deontay Wilder was still undefeated. And uh, by that, I don't definitely mean that he has a loss on his career. By that, I mean he didn't really have the draw that he now has on his professional record due to the, due to the bout that he had against Tyson Fury. So his professional record was clean, 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 okay? So all he had on his professional record was wins, okay? So... That was back in the day when Deontay Wilder was going strong and just completely mauling over opponents in heavyweight boxing. And then he was matched up against the, the top contender and title challenger, Luis Ortiz, from Cuba. And I feel like that, that fight, the first time that these two guys actually fought each other in 2017... It was one of the hardest times for Deontay Wilder specifically because of the fact that I just said Deontay Wilder, especially at that time, the mentality that he had at the time, he, he was just really, really confident in himself and didn't really think that anybody could stop him. Um, uh, throughout the way but I feel like Luis Ortiz was one of those guys that actually gave Deontay Wilder some problems and if you do go back and watch that fight between the first fight between Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz you'll probably know what I'm talking about because Luis Ortiz gave Deontay Wilder a hard time in that fight and um, if Deontay Wilder wasn't really hanging in there he could have been easily TKO'd in that fight because that's how much power and um, skill Luis Ortiz was bringing into the ring when he was fighting Deontay Wilder. So even the first fight, it was pretty close to me. And if Deontay Wilder hadn't made that comeback in the last few rounds, the fight could have easily been over in favor of Luis Ortiz. So when this rematch was actually announced a few days ago, I, I was so, so excited because I feel like the same thing can actually happen the second time. Although Luis Ortiz, yes, he has had a few fights here and there ever since, ever since that uh, fight that he had against Deontay Walter. And actually, that was his very first loss in his professional career. His only loss, actually, has been to Deontay Wilder. Ever since that fight against Deontay Wilder, he he has had a, fights, uh, a few fights here and there. But I feel like even right now, he's, he's still pretty fresh. And he can definitely have a great fight against Deontay Wilder. Now, talking about the fight itself, it will be happening on November 23rd. And I know it's only like a month and a few days away. But it feels like it's so far away. And I wish it was actually happening earlier earlier but I do understand again because it was just announced and the guys need some time at least to train properly and to prepare completely for this upcoming rematch bout that they're going to be having against each other but overall I, I was so so excited when this bout was actually announced and um, I'm really, really looking forward to it because I know it's going to be really, really entertaining. And also, um, I'm trying to think if Deontay Wilder himself has had any good fights uh, ever since. Ever since I would say that actually that Luis Ortiz fight and the fight that he had um, a, a, a few years back uh, against Tyson Fury. Actually, it wasn't a few years back. It was just last year. But I feel like that was the highlight of, of his uh, professional career, especially if you do look back on the past uh, two, three years of his professional career. 
those were some of the big fights that he that he had on his professional career. But now I feel like, again, this is going to be a big challenge for him, for Deontay Wilder. And I, I'm really interested to see how he's going to adapt to some of the challenges that are going to be brought forward by Luis Ortiz. Okay, so like I said, November 23rd, uh, it will be a, um, a, a Fox Sports uh, main event. So yeah, make sure you catch up with that fight. And when the when the fight actually draws close, we'll definitely break it down in thorough detail on the show. Uh, talk about the statistics and some of the past fights that the guys have had before. Of course, I just wanted to um, announce this fight on the show today and not really break it down. Although I could actually break it down for you guys because, like I said, for the million, for the one million time, I'm just so excited about this fight. But I have to like have some self control and hold back and actually save the breakdown for the fight week. So yeah, there you have that: Deontay Wilder versus Luis Ortiz. Number two, the rematch is on, ladies and gentlemen, November 23rd. Keep an eye out for that, okay? So that was the fight announcement, the big fight announcement that I want to talk about um, today on the show. Um, Having said that about uh, heavyweight boxing, I feel like, once again, the promoters have um, woken up, honestly, and they know what to do to keep the fans interested in the sport once once again. Because like I said, for the past few years, things th- things have been going really, really well for boxing, not just heavyweight boxing, but also for some of the lighter weight divisions as well. But then things died down because the promoters wouldn't really match up the, the superstars with each other anymore. And they would have the big guys fight some of the, I, I hate to say this, but quote unquote, no name guys. And that wasn't always too exciting for the fans out here so now i feel like they're they're definitely making a move and um trying to make big big fights between superstars in boxing right now so um in the upcoming month specifically talk about november and december we're going to be seeing some good good fights in boxing so yeah that's awesome. Shout out to all the promoters out there in boxing. Um, what I wanted to talk about next, uh, actually, before we get into our breakdowns, I really do want to talk about this uh, MMA headline that was um, uh, being passed around a lot, especially on Twitter in the MMA community. So this is something that was just mentioned by Chris Weidman, the former middleweight champion at the UFC. And I'm um, speaking of middleweight. You know, the middleweight has been the middleweight division has been very dynamic over the past few years because, like I said, Chris Weidman was a champion for the longest time, um, having having succeeded um, in defeating Anderson Silva, who many of you know as one of the most dominant champions and athletes in the world of mixed martial arts. So Chris Weidman, he was so young back in the day, he was able to defeat Anderson Silva twice and get the middleweight championship belt for himself. So that's what happened. And then he was pretty dominant until he himself was uh, was defeated um, and he lost his championship belt. And ever since then, he has been having his own ups and downs. Despite being a really good fighter, I feel like sometimes things wouldn't really go his way. So now Chris Whiteman hasn't fought in a long time. But what has happened is that he has come out uh, saying that he wants to fight John Jones, okay? And he really genuinely thinks that he can actually defeat John Jones. 
And I'm sure you guys are familiar with John Jones again. John Jones, many people regard him as one of the greatest mixed martial artists of all time because of his unorthodoxy in his fights and the fact that he is actually undefeated in his professional career and that he, he of course, is the current um, reigning light heavyweight champion of the world in the UFC. So yeah, Chris Whiteman has come out saying that he can actually defeat John Jones and John Jones has you know clapped back saying that man, what are you what are you saying? You're probably tripping. You don't know what you're saying and you really don't want none of this. So that's what John Jones has said to Chris Whiteman, but for some reason Chris Whiteman really does think that he can actually defeat John Jones. Like I said earlier, given the fact that he, nobody would think that Chris Wyman would defeat Anderson, Anderson Silva back then. So again, he's saying that we don't really know, like we, we're still underestimating him as a fighter to potentially defeat John Jones this time instead of Anderson Silva. So that's his defense <laughs> in this um, in this story. And um, really, man, I don't really want to disrespect anybody or devalue people's athletic abilities or MMA talents. Uh, I wouldn't be mad personally if Chris Wyman did have a fight against John Jones, but I just feel like yeah, John Jones, he he was out of the octagon for a long time because of his suspensions and legal issues. But now that he's been back in the octagon, yes, he is a bit older. And yes, he has had a few setbacks, but he's still an active fighter. And I honestly can't really think of it as fair if Chris Weidman just jumps into the octagon after having such a long absence in, in his um, MMA career because he hasn't fought in a long time. And I just feel like it wouldn't be a wise fight for Chris Weidman given that he is actually scheduled to fight John Jones. I mean, he himself can think a lot of things with regards to having the ability to defeat John Jones and all that, but realistically he needs at least like two or three comeback slash warm-up fights before he's actually ready to fight john jones but like i said before if the fight is announced after having chris wyman having a few warm-up fights in the octagon and having john jones um train properly and not get into any sort of trouble outside the octagon then yeah of course i'll be always excited to see that fight uh for um chris wyman and john jones but if the fight is announced right now, I'm not really sure if I'm going to really like it. And I'm sure a lot of people agree with me out there in the in the MMA community. So that's what's been happening uh, with regards to some of the rumor that's been uh, spurting around and some of the things that Chris Weidman has been saying about John Jones. But if anything else does happen and if there are any other updates, we'll definitely keep you guys um, um, uh, updated and notified. Make sure. Yeah, we'll make sure of that. All right, so there is that. So enough of that, actually. Now let's talk about our fight breakdowns. So UFC 243, Israel Adesanya versus Robert Whitaker. And I really do want to get started with the main event of the evening because, of course, it's such an important fight and um, has big implications. Like I said, Israel Adesanya is from New Zealand. Robert Whitaker is from Australia. The fight's happening in Australia. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be flying in from New Zealand to root for Israel Adesanya specifically. And I'm sure a lot of Australians, of course, will be rooting for Robert Whitaker, their, their um, hometown boy. And um, it's going to be very very exciting 
And one thing to note um, with regards to the fight time, actually, uh, because the fight is actually happening at 10 p.m. Eastern time zone, um, the fight itself will be happening. I think I did the calculations and it will be happening at 12 p.m. on Sunday in Australia. So this is how dedicated these fighters are to to putting on a great show for all of us fans out here, not just in the Eastern time zone, but for the whole world. Like they will be fighting at, at noon to 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 just put on a show and that's honestly phenomenal well at least they don't have to fight at like midnight or early morning which would really suck but at least like they're, they're trying trying their best to fight in a time that all of us fans out here are able to catch it at a right time at night here in the eastern time zone so shout out to everybody for making this possible now let's talk about the belt itself the middleweight championship belt so this is a very, very exciting fight because it will finally unify the middleweight championship belts at the UFC. Now, Robert Whitaker, uh, he he is a very, very dominating fighter. And I'm sure you guys are familiar with his style of fighting because Robert Whitaker is the type of guy, first of all, there's a reason why he's the champion right now. It is actually because of the fact that he fights really, really hard and he does not care if he's healthy in a fight or if he's injured in a fight. Because specifically for the past few fights that he has had in the UFC, something, some sort of an injury has always gone down while he was fighting in the octagon. We've had instances of him coming to his corner for uh, for the one-minute rest and him saying to his coaches, man, I messed up my knee. My knee is out. Like, my knee is buckling underneath me, yet I am still deciding to f- continue fighting. And there was another instance of him saying, I think he broke one of his hands and he still continued fighting. So this is how tough... Robert Whitaker is both mentally and physically. He does not care. He will be in there until he finishes his opponents, either through a legitimate finish like a knockout or a submission or through a decision win. So we've never really seen Robert Whitaker give out or actually give up in any of his fights. And this is why I think he's a dangerous opponent for Israel Adesanya. Because Israel Adesanya, yes, he is the stylebender. He is... Many people say that he's like a young Anderson Silva with regards to the fact that he's so unpredictable. He's really tall. If you've seen him, I'm sure you, you guys have all seen some of his past fights. He's really tall and uh, yeah, he has long limbs. So as a result, he's really efficient with his strikes, especially his kickboxing skills are just top notch so because of that fact a lot of people have been speculating that oh yeah he's of course he's gonna knock out Robert Whitaker blah 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 but let me tell you something even if Robert Whitaker is injured there's no way on earth that he's gonna give up in a fight because that's how tough Robert Whitaker is now the question is what would Israel Adesanya have to do to defeat Robert Whitaker When you have someone like that fighting in front of you who just wouldn't give up, how do you make them give up? Do you just go for the finish right away? Do you have to honestly just make them unconscious so that they would give up? Or just overall, what would you have to do? 
And this is the ultimate question that is going to make this fight super exciting because the, the simple answer is, guess what? We do not know. We will never know unless we actually watch the fight. And I know this is like some next level philosophical skepticism, but... <laughs> Listen, man, it is it is the truth. Uh, we can't sit here until the next day and um, give you m literally mathematic equations and statistics as to why one guy should should win over the other guy. But in reality, that might never be the case and things will, might actually go down the exact opposite way. And this is honestly the beauty of our sport, the sport of mixed martial arts. But, uh, you know, regardless, I just feel like this fight is going to be really, really exciting. And um, also another fact to, to point out is that Robert Whitaker. So this fight was actually supposed to happen earlier in um, uh, within the past six to nine months. But Robert Whitaker, he actually got injured um, while he was training for that fight. So the fight got postponed. And now here we are. The fight is almost upon us, uh, supposed to be happening this Saturday. So having said that, uh, Robert Whitaker will probably experience some ring rust because of the fact that he hasn't really fought in, in a while. And um, Israel Adesanya, um, I feel like he's had a few more fights than Robert Whitaker while Robert Whitaker was out due to his injury. So, you know, things can go either way. And um, like I said, this is why this fight in particular is so, so exciting because we have two dangerous guys who are about to go at it and we just don't know what's going to happen it's like one of those one of those situations that you would always wish for it to happen but now that it's here you're like actually getting chills because you don't know what's going to happen and you if if it actually does go either way you will still be pretty shocked because if Robert Whitaker is defeated you're like man i can never believe Robert Whitaker be defeated like that or if Israel Adesanya is defeated. You're like, wow, I can't believe Israel Adesanya is actually defeated in this fight. So, yeah, um, having said all those things, I know this was uh, kind of uh, annoying because you guys probably wanted to hear a, some sort of a prediction by me. But I honestly cannot give you a prediction because of how... Uh, honestly unpredictable and dangerous each of these guys are and how good both of these guys are so i my only suggestion to you guys is that you guys make sure you watch this fight on saturday night do not try to doze off i know it's gonna happen and kind of late like it'll probably happen at midnight for us watching it in, in the eastern time zone but Make sure you watch this fight live and do not blink when you're watching this fight because this is how exciting it will be. Yes. So that's all I have to say about that fight. <laughs> I'm really, really excited for this fight. I've been looking forward to this fight since the first time that it was announced. And then, you know, like I said, things went down and unfortunately it was postponed. But now it is here. So that's why I'm so excited about this fight. All right, so now sh let's just briefly talk about the co-main event of the evening because we have Al Iaquinta fighting off against Dan Hooker. And I'm sh again, I'm really sorry. We don't really have a lot of time to break this uh, this fight down thoroughly. But Al Iaquinta, you guys probably remember, he previously fought Khabib Nurmagomedov. And Al Iaquinta, <laughs> he himself is a brawler and he's not scared to go in the fight and, um, uh, you know, not hold anything back. He's that type of a guy and regardless of if he's fighting a world champion or if 
he's honestly just fighting an amateur fighter who will uh, just put on his best performance and always always give it his all so this is why this fight also is going to be really exciting the lightweight bout between Alia Quinta and Australia's very own Dan Hooker okay so that is your co-main event of the evening for UFC 243. So like I said, main event, Robert Whitaker uh, versus Israel Adesanya. It's going to be really, really exciting. Make sure you catch up with it. And also the co-main event, Alia Quinta versus Dan Hooker. So yeah, man. Saturday, October 5th, this UFC 243 card will be finally happening. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I had plans on breaking down some other fights on this uh, main card. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have a lot of time and we're actually out of time right now. So unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week, everybody. I'm really sorry. I was going to talk about a few more fights, but uh, oh, well, what can we do? So you guys already know, make sure you go to cfre.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can also go to our SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. But until next time, until next week, you already know, it's your girl Jenna right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.